You cannot take from others what is not meant for you. It won't stick. And that's the beauty in knowing who you are, right straight to the core. I think we're all discovering who we all are, but lately I've become more and more strengthened in the type of person I want to become. And as I work towards that every day, I'm realizing it's totally possible. I can become a better person every day of my life. And I don't ever need to be concerned or worried that things will go off path because if they went off path, it would be somebody else's path. It wouldn't be my own. Hey, if you're new here, my name is Pebbles on Jammin' 1077. It is a local radio station in the eastern side of Connecticut. And I also host this Peb Talks podcast every Friday at 5 p.m., Have you ever wanted to go back in time and give your younger self some advice? Well, this podcast is kind of what I'm doing, even though I can't go back in time. If maybe my life lessons can help you in your everyday life, then let's be BFFs. It's something new every week. A new pep talk. A new peb talk, if you will. So the word in my head that's been kind of bouncing around for at least a week, I would say, is the word threaten. I don't know when it was. But I feel like over the last like year, two, maybe three, I've stopped being so threatened. My whole life I've been told if someone's copying you, it's probably because they admire you and they want to be more like you. They want to duplicate your success since you've done such a great model of showing them what's possible. So copying has never really bothered me too much. But I have to say, in this industry of who's on air and who has what time slot and when and why, there's a ton of room for people to feel threatened. And at one point, I would have definitely classified myself as somebody who felt threatened often that somebody wanted what I had and I had to protect it at all costs. But as I've matured and gotten older, I've realized that what's for me is coming my way and what's not for me will quickly leave my life. I'm no longer threatened by people who are viewing me as somebody that they want to copy. I'm no longer threatened that somebody thinks that they can be me better than I can. Because doesn't that just sound ridiculous? No one can be me better than me. And while, yeah, they might be better at certain other things that I'm not that great at, there are certain things that I'm way better at than that person. And the stress of feeling like something's going to be taken away from you or placed with somebody else because you feel threatened that maybe that it might be for that person instead of you. Well, you just need to sit back, kick back and relax. What's for you will come to you. And of course, you should try your hardest of, you know, to obtain whatever it is that you want or maintain, I should say. But always know that the universe is always looking at the bigger picture And you might be focused on something very small. If you feel threatened, it's because you're thinking about all of your weaknesses and giving them all the power. Why would you do that? You have all that power. Whenever I feel myself threatened by somebody, if I feel I'm in a room with more intelligent, more beautiful women than myself, I tell myself good things, positive things that I can do that chances are they probably can't. Can they do a two-minute on-air live radio break? Do they know how to run that board in the studio? It's something that I'm confident and I know I could definitely do. Hell, it's my job, right? 
And yeah, I might not have the best lipstick in the room and I might not be looking the best, but there's certain things in my heart that everybody else doesn't have. And having that confidence allows me to not be threatened anymore, to view everybody as an equal, somebody that is going to bring a different strength to the table, and I can admire them for that. Instead of competing with one another, I think us women especially are always trying to look towards each other's flaws, ways to put other people down so we feel better. When in reality, we can just pick ourselves up and you can point out the things that you know you're way better at. Ain't nobody got as crisp eyeliner as you in that room. Can they speak five different languages? Like you, could they tell your best friend how to have a better day and turn things around for them? Can they recite all the lyrics to We Don't Talk About Bruno? It's a mental game you're playing with yourself. So next time you're threatened, ask yourself, have you complimented yourself enough that day? Have you reflected inwards on the beauty that's in yourself? Because you definitely have it. Every individual in this world has something that everybody else doesn't. And you should take so much pride in that. And you should be so happy with yourself knowing that there's never going to be another person even kind of like you. Go ahead and rock you. And if somebody wants to come by and copy what you're doing, it's because, once again, you're doing it so well that everybody just wants a piece of your pie. And let them have it. Why is that going to hurt you at all? No one can do what you do like you. You might think that they do it better or faster or any other variety of positive adjectives. But nobody can do it like you. Don't discredit yourself. Focus on your positives and what you're bringing to the table. Of course, somebody in that room might be better than you in your mind, but that's only because you're allowing yourself to believe that. Reinforce in your life the things that you're good at and take confidence and pride in those things and rock it. Don't be threatened. Now, when I see somebody copying me, I'm flattered. I feel like I really made a positive difference in that person's life. I always just want to be positive and bring good stuff and good positive vibes and feelings towards other people in my community, especially. And if somebody doesn't want that, then we are not a match and we should not be together. I mean that on a business, friendship, any sort of relationship-wise, you can't feel threatened and also grow. Threaten is a negative word. If you need the definition, to threaten is a verb to state one's intention to take hostile action against someone in retribution for something done or not done, to express one's intention to harm or kill someone, to cause someone or something to be vulnerable or at risk in danger. I didn't notice too many positive words in all of that, but that's me personally. I'm not applying this to war. I'm applying it to everyday life. I think that threatening people or being threatened is not a positive thing. The only positive that I could pull from the word threaten is that you might be more motivated to do something because you feel threatened. If you're going to allow yourself to be threatened, at least allow that to motivate you. That's the last little bit of this pep talk. I can't find any positivity in threaten unless, of course, you're being motivated. But even still, is that your best work? Don't worry about it because what's for you will come. In addition to 
pep talks, peb talks every week. I also want to give you the latest headlines and things that you might have missed in the news, things to expect and what's to come this week. Go over some life stories and happenings here in Eastern Connecticut with me and kind of tell you some oddball stories that really caught my attention, like this one. Justin is a man who got caught up in the Bermuda Triangle of hiking. He went into the mountains and was never seen again. Of course, there are a few theories, and I'd love to go over them with you. What is Justin Alexander Shetler's story? What's his deal? He's this white guy from America who went hiking in the Himalayas and has become one of many people who have disappeared. I come across all of these articles that intrigue me on the New York Times. Seeking enlightenment, he disappeared into a hiker's Bermuda Triangle. That was the headline that caught my attention. My husband and I, we like to go hiking. And so this guy, an American who went and did what I could only do in my wildest dreams, went to some insane mountain ranges in the Himalayas and decided that he was going to live in a cave for a few weeks. And it's something that he's actually done before. And he's pretty familiar with. But this guy, he unfortunately seems to be what could be one of many tourists that get lost or killed maybe in these mountains. You can learn all about this guy, adventuresofjustin.com. But to kind of give you the long story short, he went on this adventure. A sadhu had invited him on a pilgrimage high in the Himalayas to meditate. They became friends despite not being able to speak to one another, but they had yoga in common and I guess just that spirituality. The story goes that he went on this trip and he was seen walking and going on this journey. His leader in this, if you will, was always, I guess, like 30 minutes ahead of him. And even some friends that Justin had like made in his travels over the years, like saw him on this journey and like took a selfie with him. And that's the last known photo of this guy. It's believed that maybe the leader killed Justin. But also Justin wrote about the terrible danger that he knew he was embarking on by going on this journey deep, deep in the mountains where help would be days away if he needed anything. And landslides are common often. This is like a remote area. So, of course, there was a big search for Justin. And unfortunately, nothing was found. And this was back in 2016. And still, no one has heard from him. It's just so bizarre, too, that in his last blog post at his website, adventuresofjustin.com, he wrote, I should return mid-September or so. If I'm not back by then, don't look for me with a winky face. And then he added, also, this sadhu had cut his penis off in full renunciation of lust. I don't know how to casually drop that bomb, but I found it both unsettling and impressively dedicated. (laughs) So I would have to agree with Justin on that one. Rest in peace to the man. If you haven't heard, our Women's Health Beauty and Bridal Expo with the radio station is coming up February 26th and 27th at Mohegan Sun. And if you need a vendor booth, hit up your girl. I will definitely make sure that you get a dope spot in that bridal expo with like thousands of people coming through. And it's going to be safe. Don't worry. It's two days and we have ticket times and it's just it's going to be nice and 
fun, as it always has been in the past. A shout out to Melissa Ashley Bridal in Westerly, right in downtown Westerly. It's the cutest shop, has any dress that you could possibly imagine, all different colors, any size you need. They've got it for you. Melissa Ashley Bridal, and they are going to be fitting me for the fashion show. They are going to be doing one on Sunday, and also I'll be hosting the stage both days, so come see which dress I picked out. And you can actually check out me trying on the dresses at Melissa Ashley over on my TikTok, which is at peb.talks. Also, a shout out to I'd Wax That Skin Studio. They are in Niantic. And Nicole, I love her so very much. It's so much fun to catch up and also get my lashes done. It makes me feel amazing and more confident. And I have been wearing way less mascara. And I'm not just saying that. It's a new thing. I have been going into the studio like naked faced in the morning. And I feel great about it because I'm still super confident because I have awesome lashes because of Nicole from I'd Wax That. What a great name, right, for her studio. And speaking of studios, I wanted to update you. This past week, I've been getting to work on my studio. I'm always organizing it and moving it around. And maybe you've seen, if you're following at peb.talks on Instagram, the background that I usually use, my cork board with a whole bunch of flowers pinned on it. It's really fun. I'm going to keep that part, but I'm expanding my studio. I've been wanting to have guests in my studio instead of bringing them to the radio station and interviewing them there. So I'm going to start doing that at my home studio, and I can't wait to see the final product. Hopefully within like the next week, week and a half, I'll have everything completely done, and I can do the great reveal over on social media. Speaking of the gram, Instagram, the Matrix photo shoot, did you see those pictures? We got to hang out with Chris up in South Windsor in his studio. He built it amazing. Like, let me tell you, this studio is legit right inside of his garage. The whole thing is built out, very professional, and he has every piece of equipment that not only do you need for cosplay, but also for taking the best possible photos, too. Right now, he's in the process of doing some more edits for us where he's going to throw in a background and make it even more badass than the pictures that you've already seen at peb.talks. So can't wait to share even more with you. You can follow that amazing photographer, Chris, at ZupShots, Z-U-P-P-S-H-O-T-S. You know what else I've actually gotten to do over these last few weeks, too? There's a lot to catch up on. Have you ever gone skiing before? It's something brand new to me, and I got to experience it this past week. My husband and I, we planned a day that could not have been any more perfect. The weather, the conditions of the snow, just the amount of people that were there. Mount Southington in Connecticut, go there. We had so much fun, and again, just everything was wonderful. I pizzaed and french fried my way down that bunny hill like so many different times. It was so much fun. And then less fun happened, I would say, probably on the big, big mountain that we went down. That was not a very easy track, but I mentally was able to power through and get down that hill. And I'm so proud of myself because I could have broken down and cried like way more, but I didn't. I think I cried more in the bunny hill. (laughs) I was emotional, okay? 
Mentally, I talked to myself the entire way down. I said, you got this, you got this, you got this, you got this, you got this so many times that I didn't have time to think about anything else other than getting it. But riding the ski lift, too, was so much fun all the way up to the top. While my nerves were going crazy, I had to practice my (sighs) deep breaths that I do. (laughs) Once we got to the top of the mountain, I was like, there's only one way down. And I'm not taking the ski lift back down. So (laughs) this is what I got to do. Figure it out. How cool was it? that I was able to get down and it didn't take me hours either, which it probably should have. I was maybe a little bit more cocky than what I thought. But no, actually, you know, it did say it was a beginner trail. So my husband went ahead and he likes to pick up a lot of speed, but I get kind of scared and I don't want to break any bones. So I kept trying to pizza my way down, but your skis still pick up too much speed especially even when you're doing the wedge when you're putting your two skis like in towards one another that's what I mean by pizza so what you got to do is like lean into the mountain and like dig your skis into the snow and I uh, I kind of figured it out a little bit but there's a lot of thinking that goes into it and obviously with anything that you're a beginner at it takes practice and I wasn't to the top of my skill level I know for sure I was still learning that day but I was getting frustrated and I had fallen a few times but still end up leaving feeling way accomplished and it's something that I can't wait to do again like I did that on my own mentally I got through it I made it happen and I learned something along the way the fear was only temporary Again, you can get all the details at mountsouthington.com. A huge thank you to them for a fun day, a really great experience all around. Question of the week, how often do you bathe? (laughs) It sounds ridiculous, right? Well, maybe you do it daily. Maybe you shower like every other day. Maybe you uh, shower every 67 years. This 87-year-old guy in Iran... He left doctors stunned when he was shown to be in perfect health despite not having bathed at all since the 1950s. He says that he's been homeless entire life and he is now crowned the world's dirtiest man. And he hasn't bathed or showered since 1955. He lives on a steady diet of roadkill, dirty water, and smokes dried animal feces in a pipe. This can't be true. He says he chooses not to bathe because he believes soap will make him sick. So doctors obviously curious about this guy, and they ran a few tests on him and found no disease-causing bacteria or parasites on his body. The only explanation that they can come up with is that his lifestyle has actually resulted in this incredibly strong immune system. What What was the day when he—what was, like, the final straw that broke the camel's back when he was like, no, I'm not showering anymore after this? (laughs) What a terrible bath or shower that must have been. Ready for even more headlines? Here we go. The Olympics started. They have kicked off and um, some interesting fun facts. There are 223 athletes on the U.S. team, and that's a record for the Winter Olympics, which is pretty cool. And there's going to be seven new events. If you're curious like I was, snowboard cross mixed team is one of the events. Women's monobob ski jumping mixed team and another one is like freestyle ski aerials mixed team if you miss groundhog day Puxatani phil did see his shadow so that means there will be six more weeks of winter as if we didn't already know that 58 percent of people say they trust phil to be correct 
which is funny because he's actually more wrong than he is right. Amazon Prime, they are jacking up the price. Yeah, they're raising it from $119 to $139 yearly and the monthly fee from $13 to $15. That's a 17% increase, and they say they haven't done that since 2018, which isn't that long ago in my book. Lizzo debuted a new song in a commercial. Yeah, Logitech is the company that was uh, able to put their hands on the music first. I just wonder if that's how musicians are going to debut music in the future. I mean, make your bread, girl. Little Nas X has been missing for like two months. This is really kind of crazy. The rapper, singer, he was last seen on social media on December 10th. And he said that he caught COVID and wrote, COVID really sucks. He hasn't been seen since then, performing at the Jingle Ball in New York City, and nobody's heard from him. When asked, his reps didn't even reply. Like, why wouldn't they? Are they just trying to cause controversy? Is he okay? Why not at least have your reps say you're okay? Nick Cannon's got just a little bit more drama in his life. Uh, He announced the exciting news that he is going to be expecting an eighth child of his to be born pretty soon. Unfortunately, like in that same conversation when he announced it, he reminded everybody of his five-month-old son, Zen, who had passed away in December. And unfortunately, just having those two things mixed together and having different mothers to the children, it hasn't been received very well. So Nick's coming out and saying sorry for all of that. It won't happen again. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are expecting she's pregnant. That's so exciting. They announced that this week. And just like that, Drake unfollowed both of them after the announcement. Huh. Kind of feeding into all of those rumors, right, Drake? That everyone's saying you're kind of crying by yourself in a dark room right now because you didn't win back Rihanna. Snoop Dogg's doggo is back. And I love his name, Frank, a French bulldog. He went missing and a couple ended up bringing the dog back home to Snoop. So how exciting. He says he's obviously going to reward them with gifts, but wasn't too specific. Hopefully they like to smoke. The Washington football team officially made their announcement as the Washington Commanders this past week. Their uniforms are now going to be burgundy and gold, but there also is an all-black version. So that's kind of interesting. Their logo is still just a W. Jeff Bezos wants to build a giant yacht, the world's largest, actually, and it's happening in the Netherlands. A historic bridge in the area has to be temporarily dismantled so that way Jeff Bezos can drive his massive yacht through it. When it's done, the yacht, it's going to be too big to go under this bridge. Come on, Bezos. Get a lot of attention lately. And also the Super Bowl, speaking of attention, everyone's eyes are focused on February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. Don't mess that one up, people. Super Bowl 56 is going to be on that Sunday with the halftime show with Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar. It's going to be crazy. This week, check out pebtalks.com. If that's not how you're listening to the podcast right now, you can check out my website with all the different Peb Talk services like hosting. If you need an event host or maybe you need some radio imaging, maybe you want me to read some voiceover stuff for you, I can help out. Go to pebtalks.com and every Friday at 5 p.m., a new episode with a Peb Talk included. Who, What am I going to talk about next week? Well, just stick around 5 p.m. Fridays.
Thanks for listening.